Welcome to the Battleground of the Gods. Welcome, challengers, to Battleground of the Gods, a Smite podcast. I am your host, Dep Nation, and joining me today, we have Nevea 3 Hey, Sylvanas is not in my front yard anymore. Pog. And Big Rick 20X. The thunder has arrived. Okay, we'll just stay away from the trees, okay? Please. <laughs> she does not <laughs> want Sylvanas for- crashing her house again. Oh, oh, we like foreshadowing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm, we'll see about that after uh, you know when we get there. Oh, that foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nev, how about you forecast how your games went this week? I almost got a Penta and Bryce fucking stole it with Zeus detonate. I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm so that was upset. the that was the foreshadowing. Thunder, yeah. lightning. Yeah, I got it. I picked it up. I was I was picking up what you were putting to, down. To be fair, nope. To Bryce, nope. Let's talk about it, Nev. No, nope. because I want to help you get a penta. Nope, nope. The answer because this is going to turn is, back around to nope. you didn't allocate your timers right. It's actually your fault that he detonated when he did. Well, it is a little bit his fault because you knew you Listen, were going for it. But I'm I was just, drinking. I'm not watching my timers. I'm, I was drinking, I was streaming, I was having fun, I got the quad, and I was laughing, I was like, yeah, let's kill him, let's kill him, and I think when I said that, I think in my head I was like, let's, like me, me personally, can I kill him so I can get the penta, but verbally I was like, yeah, kill him, kill him, it and I didn't a- specify that I wanted to kill him, so Bryce gets a charge on him and detonates it and kills the last standing guy who was the hercules who had just spawned we were playing an assault i got the quad kill by their phoenix and the hercules just spawned you dumped your entire kit into a full health hercules you were never gonna kill him listen i was really excited (laughs) to anybody (laughs) unless you are a hunter for my people out there trying to get pentas save your abilities for the last hit fair save but like i said I was I was a little inebriated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to help you get a penta. You gotta you gotta save those agni bombs and those and no, those dashes for you know. I know. I just I get I get I get this clip and the first thing I see is Rick screenshot all my abilities <laughs> on cooldowns and I'm like, come on! It was so, it I was know. so unfortunate. It was there too. I was so mad, okay, but I went okay, six and four. It. Four of those kills, in fact, were all right there at the very beginning. I knew everybody was dead. We got the D aside, and I just walked my happy ass right into their fountain, and and then I was like, "You guys got this. I'm going back home. <laughs> Goodbye." That's how you turn a game, right there. I'm one and four. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I'm six and four now. <laughs> no, um, I I think. Because our old hat of purgatory is like we can only attempt it one day a week if we all manage to group up. Mm. I think we should scratch that because we haven't been doing it, and we should True. make it get Neva Penta. Please, I just want one. Can can that be our new hat? I almost I almost got it the other day too with a Morgan. Um, Depp was in that game. I was. I was like, watch her get a pentakill playing a god that turns into another god. Yeah. Because I was turning into their Medusa. So the enemy team had tower damage. We did not. Um, we we were all magical. <laughs> we were all magical. Four mages, one guardian. And I was Morgan. And I was like, oh, they have a Medusa on the enemy team. And I was wrecking 
face with that Medusa all game. Just kept turning into her. They wouldn't turn away. I would just double tap my ult and immediately, you know, stun everybody in front of me. And I was getting doubles and triples. And then I got the quad. And I was like, and I just kind of jokingly said, what if I got a Penta on Morgan? <laughs> but it's then it was like almost there. And then it didn't It's kind of a funny happen. thing. Like the first first thing I think of was like console players. But then like, what if they're, what if like somebody's like, new to the game you, you should still be able to like figure out after a couple times why medusa ult is happening mm-hmm. unless you just don't know the lore at all but i'm wondering why somebody would just keep getting turned to stone and be like what the hell how do you how do you dodge this <laughs> and i mean they had a pretty pretty nice team like they had a Pwash, they had a zeus freya ganesh and medusa and so like at first i was like maybe i'll turn into ganesh and kind of like disrupt their back line with the ganesh ult that could be pretty fun but then i was like i i want to at least do one ult as the medusa because i love medusa medusa is one of my favorite characters i actually learned the game because medusa came out so medusa is in my wheelhouse i love her she's amazing and then i just kept turning into medusa (laughs) over and over and over again I him. can't remember if it was Depp or Vio, one of the two. They were like, I thought you said you were going to turn into Ganesh. And I was like, yeah, that went out the window. <laughs> I'm just I'm just going to be Medusa now. <laughs> but also, weren't we, we were all magicals, I'm pretty sure. We were, yeah. We were four mages so, and one and one guardian. Yeah. And they were four, three mages, a guardian, and a hunter. Yes. So it made sense. And actually, I at once we, we did get a deicide at the very end, and I just ulted into Medusa to shred the Titan. I was just like, this will help. <laughs> doing hunter things. Doing hunter things. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also played a little Baba after her, her little bit of uh, quality of life change. I honestly haven't really noticed a change. I'm just bad with Baba is what it is. Um. And played a little bit of Tiamat. I didn't want to insta-lock her. Um, I wanted other people to be able to have the chance to do so. But I did get to play her three times last night. So I'm looking at that real quick. One, two. I'm sorry. Two times last night. Lost both of the games. <laughs> Um, the first game I played her, I did kind of like a, I started Bruisery, and then I just went into Mage items. I went 4, 5, and 15, and then the second game, I just wanted to go like Glass Cannon, just wanted to build as much damage as I could, and went 1 and 5. So I think Bruisery is better for her. Um, I just got to figure out her abilities and her combos a little a little bit better. Well, we can move it um, up in the show notes. For our Tiamat talk, if we want to knock that out of the way. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. I'd- yeah, we can I do did. That. I didn't get the chance to play her. I did, however, hover her in all of my comp games this week. So, <laughs> uh, I'm almost, you know, I'm almost a diamond. <laughs> uh, I think she's really good. I don't, I, I feel like the, I think she's better in solo than yep. she is in yeah. the- And mm-hmm. see, and I feel like I said that when we... After we were given like the first glimpse of her um, during patch notes, I was like, I feel like she's going to be pretty decent in solo lane, maybe not as much in mid, and you could probably do jungle and even support with her. So I remember saying that and bringing that up once we were looking at her. Um, And yeah, I've been hearing a lot of success with people using her in solo lane and just kind of building her bruisery, not necessarily full defense, but not full damage either, right? Mm-hmm. And because of the way some of her kit works, like you don't want to build full damage because you want to be able to use your mitigations. She has a shit right? ton of mitigations. Well, right. I mean, you want to be able to like 
I think you want to be able to get up close and personal in the ground stance. Uh, she does well right. because she has mitigations. Um, so I think just being able to get all of her kit off, her casting does feel a little slow. I can see that. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that. And she's not all that safe. I think building building her tankier is probably the I, way. I really enjoy her grounded stance. I didn't think I would. Um, and again, I only played her two two times, so I'm not a professional Tiamat player or anything. Um, but I, when, when we first heard about her and, and looked at her abilities and everything, I didn't think I would like her grounded stance as much as I do. Um, her ult is very disruptive in the grounded stance. And the knockup with her line, her two on grounded stance is... It's so strong. It's so amazing. Yeah, it's and such a it cool looking direction real, real far. It, it is a really real cool far. looking ability. Yeah. yeah. I really like her grounded stance a lot. But you, um, know, I, you know what? I, I need to I need to call out, if anybody from high res is listening to this, there's a new push. I saw a lot of talk this week. Please make it so that in the god page, you can read stance switchers abilities in the stance that they're not like not not the default stance Mm -hmm. it's merlin arthur tiamat Tiamat. whatever else like unless the (laughs) abilities unless the abilities are slashed out but i think the way they've been doing stance switchers is they just consider a different stance and they don't list the abilities together so you can't read them on in the homepage. right please change that Uh, i feel like that was kind of Similar to the suggestion I made just in general when I was running for Olympian last year, uh, for at least for the console side. But anyway, I digress. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say. I, I don't know. She's fun. Um, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like she is not as strong as I thought she was going to be as far as like damage. Like she, she can put some damage out, but I don't know. I feel like it took a while for me to feel like I was impactful. If that makes any sense. Well, from, and I've only played her in party modes, or I should say picked her in party modes. Um, And being able to spam the abilities, like just from what I've noticed is you can easily interrupt her. And the ground stance, I think, is going to be much more impactful than people think. um, Oh, I love, I love the ground stance. It's Um, so fun. I know people are like, oh my gosh, the little minions, the lizard guys. Um, I don't know about all that. They don't they don't feel real strong at all from from my so, experience. But again, party modes. So my thoughts on her, I think she's OP. I think she's only gonna gonna get only more OP the more people play her, especially because she has different ways that you can play her. So let me just give let me just tell you about this situation that happened yesterday. Had a TMI on their team, spent some time in right lane, see what she's doing, fire's coming up soon, okay, sure, and I think we took, I think we ended up getting the fire, we took a fight of fire, and I said, I'm gonna back for this item while my team uh, grabs a tower, then we'll group up and push right. The lane that TMI had pushed, or our duo lane, uh, we had minions up towards their base, and it had just been slowly building up. I was a support, trying to clear Three full waves of minions and 18 of those little fuckers with two hits each. Let me tell you, if people are playing split push Tiamat like that, you're going to lose some towers to her eventually in your games. If you don't pay attention and she stacks up those minions in wave, they will go down and they will take structures because it took me forever to clear those little fuckers. There are 18 of those little derpy serpents on top so of I all the waves. The- 
I thought the pool despawns after a few waves. So was it were they just popping up a new pool every time it despawned or Yeah, she put down she basically stayed over there until she had three pools down and they all built mm. up cuz they weren't dying to minions cuz they were pushing them. So eventually it just it just let up. But I mean, she can do that and it's I mean, if you catch a team on doing that or you're not paying attention, you're going to lose towers to her, which is a really annoying yeah. way to play. Not that that's the best, but also the serpents have damage reduction on them. Right. So when they hit you, I think you do like 60% less damage for a few seconds. It's crazy. Maybe it's 40%. You got to be careful getting hit by those serpents in a team fight, especially if you're a carry. Is she going to be like the new split pushing split pushing Loki? Oh, no. No, 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 no. no. It, it won't be that bad. It will be annoying to deal with. I think Apollo is the worst split pusher right now. Pretty annoying to try to defend fire giant with an apollo split pushing and you kind of got to make a choice but then you take the fight and apollo holds over and yeah can destroy your backline because adcs are op i don't think it's that bad but just the versatility in tiamat's kit and i think those damage mitigation numbers are pretty crazy the amount of damage she can put out and take with a bruiser build is pretty insane so i like breast breastplate on her um i had that for me and then i had um i got reinforced shoes instead of purple or blue okay. i don't know if that was correct <laughs> um, um it depends on your matchup if you're in solo yeah well so both of the both of the times i played her were in non-quest modes um i played her in an arena and i played her in a clash um the more successful game they had uh three tanks i don't know this is hard to see um, they had a Hercules and a Kuzumbo, so two tanks, and then they had mm. a Thanatos, a Poseidon, and a Kukulkan. I would say the tank boots were probably the right choice. If you're liking the ground stance as much as you say you are, then I think tank boots were the right choice for you. I liked it because I felt like I could get into the fight and kind of brawl with their tanks while I was trying to pick off either the Kukulkan or the Poseidon. Now, of course, that wasn't a great matchup for me trying to get in or out of a fight with my three because mm -hmm. of the Poseidon Whirlpool cripples. Um, and he knew that. <laughs> he kept putting those Whirlpools right underneath me. <laughs> yeah. um, so he was very, very aware of his surroundings and what was going on. Um, but aside from like Breastplate, and or reinforced shoes. What are some other items you would think would work for a bruiser build for Tiamat? Soul gem and Desso in any build. Okay, mm. I did have. Well, no, I didn't have soul gem. I had soul reaver. Um, Desso is a good call. Also, also works, but Desso and soul gem on her are so good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I had some people suggesting Bancrofts. I didn't do it. Um. Uh. I decided to not do I that. I don't but think so. Gem. I'm not sure who suggested that. I don't think Bancroft is good. She at all gets right a now. little healing from her mage stance when she destroys minions, and mm. I think that people that build Desso are playing her as a mage role instead of a bruiser role. I just don't think so. Bancroft is good, even if you have healing. I would rather have. There's. I, I don't think you can fit it in a mage build with starter items being the way they are. Right. No, and I yeah. agree, and that's why I decided not not to build Bancrofts. Um, but Soul Gem was was something I hadn't heard yet, so I will give that a try. The reason the reason I say that is because Bancroft's mostly it's two things: the anti heal aura 
means out of combat life scan is not that good. I don't think 15% is all that great. And Bancroft doesn't have any pen on it. So like, yeah, okay, the passive's good. You know, maybe it works for a little bit of sustain. I just don't think it's worth it. And it, I don't think it really fits in many builds right now. The only people that could be building Bancrofts right now are, you know, you're Anubis, maybe you're Hades, maybe Zonqui, maybe. But I just don't think it's good right now. For bruiser builds, I mean, you... you can build her the same way as you would a tanky solo lane. So, I mean, Pridwin's going to be good on her. Uh, I think any any of those hybrid items, I think Jade Emperor's Crown is pretty good on her. Uh, I think I think Jade Emperor's Crown is pretty underrated, actually. Uh, but, I mean, you're just looking to get some defense. You're going to get, you should be getting Deso, whether you're solo or not. Uh, depending on your opponent, East Staff could be good. Soul Gem is really, really good on her. Uh, so... Uh, I would just build her like your standard solo mages with a little bit more damage late because she doesn't need that. She doesn't need all that much protections because of her mitigations her and mitigations. the way that, uh, and especially if you have a Sentinel's Embrace in the late game, uh, I think you'll be plenty tanky. Yeah, and I'm seeing um, for starters, you probably want to go the one that goes into Archmages, so Conduit Gem, right? Yeah. Yeah, I I'm not huge on Archmages for her. I, I, I maybe I, I think I'd rather have Gem of Focus just because how many times you're using abilities and the abilities that you have. Uh in solo lane, Tainted Steel's pretty good. Vampire yeah. Shroud is not, so I'd stay away from that. Uh but I mean you could go warding sigil, tainted steel, conduit gem, any of those work. Did Nev die? I don't know. <laughs> she needed water, BRB. She oh, okay. added you even. Get wrecked. You new video. I only have so many screens to look at. Uh, but yeah, Tiamat, I think, is going to be very good, and I think she's going to have a very high skill floor and ceiling. Uh, there's going to be yes. interesting. I think it's, I think she's going to have her own meta of how she's played that we'll see develop over the next couple weeks. Right. That all makes sense. And I know we kind of jumped in on Nev's games there. I'm back. I'm sorry. I had a coughing fit. I was going to say, if you ever come back, you can tell us about the rest of your games. <laughs> I, I had a coughing fit and I was like, I'm going to grab water. So I was like, keep going. Keep talking about builds. I'm going to just go grab some water. Rick's like, did Nev die? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It Felt like it for a second. A Someone <laughs> hand me some water. Some water. <clears throat> anyway, um, and, and just to say, I did start Conduit Gem both games. So, mm. yay. Um, uh, other than that, I did finish the night off pretty strong last night with an 11-1 Chernabog in a Clash game. That was insane. Because, so, because it's triple worshippers this weekend, <clears throat> I've been wanting to you know, work on the gods that I don't already have diamond unless I'm playing Sylvanas because Sylvanas is my star challenge. Mm -hmm. And so I was working on on those. So I was playing like Kronos and Chernabog, um, Heimdall, all these <laughs> mages and hunters that I don't have diamond yet. I know it's a shocker. And I had played Chernabog earlier in the evening and I did awful. I was like 0 and 4 or something like that. I was like, I don't know what it is about Chernabog. He just does not feel good right now to me. Maybe mm -hmm. it's the way I play. I just, I can't, I can't do anything with him. It, it feels like. And then the very last game, 11 and 1 Chernabog in the clash. And I was uh, like, oh, yeah. all right. <laughs> We take those, but that was that was pretty much my week, um, and I did my very nice. first uh, desk casting job thing on uh, what when was that Sunday Monday 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 night last Monday night. So and it it went well. I started off a little awkward. I I was nervous uh, talking to 
people I haven't really talked smite with before. Um, but broke out of my shell, finished it uh, strong, and, and had a good time with it. So Heck the yeah. o- only way I'm going to get better is just to keep doing it, keep trying, keep learning. And so I'll be doing it again next week. Can't wait. Woo-woo. Are you going to have our games? Because my games from this week are being casted. I, I think I might. I think I Uh-oh. think your set I think your set is my night on the desk. So we'll see. <laughs> Let's go. It's only been three seasons, so I'm finally getting casted. <laughs> yeah. And Nev's Nev's gonna gonna know like, oh, you know, if you could listen in on their comms, I bet they're talking a mad amount of nothing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just straight up bullshit. Like I bet I bet they're talking about what they're gonna have for dinner. For dinner, what they're going to do, you know, on the stream later, yeah. where they're going to play, you know. <laughs> no, it's it's been fun. I like it. Um, so I'm excited to just keep learning and keep improving. Uh, so, Deb, how are your games? Well, well, Nev, you didn't talk about our dodgeball that we played. Yeah. Well, that's because that was one of our shared games and you just do dodgeball stories so much better than me. <laughs> dodgeball stories. <laughs> If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a Noxle. Um, yeah, uh, most of my games have, funnily enough, been played with Nev. Work's kicking my butt, and I get home, and I just don't really want to do anything because I, I I worked the math out. You know, be, after the time I spend sleeping and then waking up an hour before I need to leave the house, um, the hour drive to work, the nine-hour day at work, the hour drive back from work, it's like I end up having like three hours to myself after dinner so that's not a lot it's not a lot it's not a lot and uh some of it's been spent on smite on my main account only played five games three of them ranked joust got dubskis in two of them but uh a lot of time spent on the ult i'm almost level 28 um just playing the party modes your arena played i i played a siege i don't i don't even remember this oh it was with nevin vo and Riggs. okay yeah yeah i was doing uh x-ball things um been playing him on the alt i think he was like in rotation as one of the free gods i i kind of like him um death toll helps you sustain to keep your one active basically the entire time so <laughs> yeah death toll is coming back i'm seeing it a lot mm-hmm. more this week i've been and seeing it's... it a lot yeah like basically every hunter has it <laughs> well yeah, yeah it... i think it's just really figuring out how the different starter items affect the different gods and how they play early and then looking at the evolved forms to see if you can work it into their build for the late game, right? Well, there's also a meta that's creeping up oh. and it kind of needs Death's Toll and that's Hunter, oh. Hunter, Double Hunter or Hunter Mid is making a resurgence. We haven't really seen it since Season 6, but uh-huh. it's starting to come alive. Seeing a lot of death toll, uh, fail knots fucking everywhere. I don't know why crit items have percent penetration on them. Uh, mm-hmm. lost on there, but yeah, death toll is being built in mid. Uh, it's being built on more carries now. Uh, when they upgrade yep. and get death's embrace, carries can solo fire giant without losing any health. It's like remember when Netrioid got fined for exploiting the fire giant bug? They basically just put it in the game as a <laughs> as, as a mechanic now yeah Um, yeah so it's kind of kind of crazy i I still think the other items are well hunter's cowl or leather cowl is still a pretty good build the only one i don't see a lot of is gilded arrow from adcs anymore Mm -hmm. well um speaking of nev and vio we played an assault the other day and i got shing chen on my little depth town account here oh i remember (laughs) 
and this was a match. And then, um, or no, who was who was the other guy? Nev. Uh, he's he's newer in the Discord, I think. Red. Red. Was it? No, it wasn't Red. Ah, it was somebody. There was. Oh, oh, he's a he's a new. I, I thought you had your history up. <laughs> I do, but his in-game name is not the same as his his Discord, to my knowledge. Um, but anyways, uh, you can read the name. You were Persephone. He was Freya. Um, Vio was Cuckoo. I was Xing Chen, and I built Sovereignty. I had oh, if I can hover here, Sentinels Embrace at the end. Um, Talisman of Energy, Gauntlet of Thebes, Pythagoras. But the HP five from Gauntlet and Sov combined with Xing Chen passive puts you at one hundred HP five. As long as you can keep it sustained. And I was being a bully. You were. And then Nev's like, but we're dying back here. And I'm like, oh shit, you're right. <laughs> um, well, because we had a random that was just running up there. The chalk. Oh my God. And yeah. Rick, what? Riggs was on Kukulain, right? Am I thinking it of the was, same game? No. No, no that's a different Vio. game. Vio was on Vio Kukulain. was the Kukulain. Sorry, Riggs has been playing so much Kukulain that mm-hmm. I got it, got it in my head there. Cuckoo's fun right now. He's so all time. three of you guys were full front line and we had no peel in the back. I think <laughs> we were you're like, thinking we of a different help. name because you and uh, CPCK Medic were... That's, oh, Doc. Were That's Doc. 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 There you go. Okay. So I was saying, just read the name. We probably don't. Uh, You're like, yeah, uh, no, no, whatever. no, it's different. Uh, whatever, whatever. <laughs> um, you were Persephone. He was Freya. Doc was Freya. Right. <clears throat> and so Vio and I were front line. Chalk was doing his own thing. Right. And then the, it was the the enemy team Kumba. Would mez. Would mez. And he's just harassing you guys. And the Erlong and the Cerberus, I feel like, weren't doing as much. But, I don't know, Erlong still does Erlong things and Cerberus does Cerberus things. So they, they were actually kind of doing good with staggering their CC and just keeping me out of the fight. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> meanwhile, I see... I see all the tank boys over yonder. <laughs> I'm like, I can't, I can't be there to give you damage. I need help. I'm taking a big nap over help, here. Help! <laughs> help! Yeah. Uh, but uh, it was, uh, it was a fun bunch of games. And what definitely happened? What happened to, to the dodgeball game? The dodgeball game. <laughs> it wasn't dodgeball. It was slaughter. Um, it was. It was murder. It was it was an act of murder. We won that game in seven minutes. We still had over four hundred tickets. <laughs> we just the, wouldn't let this them. This poor get out. group of Knox. Yeah, we just wouldn't let them get out. They would start to walk out. Somebody would tether them, and then another person would tether them, and then a and third then person one would, would be coming them. in. And yeah, it would. Oh. You guys, and then there would be an guys, ult that would get triple kills. So wait, this wasn't dodgeball. Or, or it was. It no, was. It was, the mode was dodgeball, where oh, you are okay. Nox, where you only have your one and your four, and that's mm-hmm. it. Right, okay. Yeah. I think um, it'd be interesting to see more modes like dodgeball. I, I like dodgeball. I think it's a very unique mode mm-hmm. um, in that you can't use your entire kit. Right, um, right. I think that's pretty neat. I think I would agree with you. I don't know what those kind of modes would be. Maybe like that could maybe be a new Leapfrog, community. only gods with leaps. I don't maybe know. Maybe it could be a new community corner. There you be. Ooh, I, 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 I would like to respectfully, of course, disagree with both of you. The only... <laughs> oh. There shouldn't be this many modes of the day. It should be cooldowns runneth over every day but Saturday, and then you can have one day for infinite assault. 
and that's the solution to mode of the day being you know that should be your platform next year when you run for yep. olympian run for olympian <laughs> have that be your platform you can stand on that somewhere that'll be, that that'll be your platform <laughs> my platform will be savannah shouldn't suffer a movement penalty because it's grover that's actually walking while savannah is throwing autos yeah you guys already know i've said it i've said it before I'll keep saying it. Mode of the day, best mode, depths platform. There we go. Hey, uh, push, Where's my push rank for mode having of the mode day? of the day in our smite game history. There we go. That way I can talk about it more because right now that's all I got. Oh, uh, lifesteal build, best build for dodgeball. Yeah. Yep. Rick, you got games. I do. So we had a new patch this week and three gods got buffed that I was pretty interested in. Um, first one, Nev already touched on is Baba Yaga. Uh, I did notice the changes. She feels quite a bit smoother. It feels a lot better uh, with the potions specifically uh i only got to play her one game but i i think we could see more baba i i'm curious to see what happens in spl uh at the end of april i think i think baba's good i think if you can survive the early game and you're looking for like a late game mage i think she's her damage is insane i think if you i think i think she has a high skill ceiling and and a high skill floor i think she's a tough god to play well but the people that can baba has one of the highest win rates in uh ranked above plat and she doesn't have a high pick rate but her damage numbers are insane her win percentage is insane like i don't think she's bad i just think people don't enjoy playing her and there are other gods that arguably are better i feel more i feel like her early game isn't that great though and i think that's her what early game sucks. people away yeah i think that i think that's what strays people away from playing her in the mid lane because i feel like right now mages need to be like on top of it and uh, ready to fight they don't seem <laughs> they don't seem to mind about like. Scylla. People don't have that problem with Scylla, and Scylla's early game isn't that good. But Baba's is a lot is worse than Scylla's. I think Scylla's I think Scylla's early game is more. I think Scylla's early game is more reliable than Baba's early game. She's she's a lot safer too. Yeah. No, I just mean reliable, just based on her abilities. So like with Baba, her one is not the same every time, right? And her two is never the same. With with how her one changes. But with Scylla, you level her two, it's gonna do the same damage. It's right. it's the same shape and it does the same thing every time. <laughs> People afraid to get out of their comfort zone, man. I don't know, uh, but she felt a lot better. <laughs> the other one is Isis, and I like these changes with uh, Isis because she's got uh, more of a slow on her three, and they buff the shield health. Both of those sound pretty good for support, and I played her one game uh, as 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 a tanky, you know, support. It was arena, so I can't wasn't in lane, but I'll be. Playing some Isis this week. Uh, I've seen her. I've seen Neilmon Genetics playing her and ranked. I think she can be good. She's not, you know, she's not going to be like meta meta, but she is a fun support to play if you're looking to switch up out of the Guardian Warrior class. Uh, she's one of the few gods that, you know, one of the few Assassin Hunter or mages that does do well in support and I think is viable right now. And the other one is Odin. Now, Odin support has been one of my favorite picks. I I love playing Odin since they reworked him. I played him a lot at the beginning of Season 7 uh, when you wanted a really aggressive support and they buffed his ultimate to where you have... Uh, it's five seconds at all ranks and you get uh, the enemies have 15% power reduction in your cage. Now, I had to go test this, right? So the boys are grouped up. We got five of us going into Conquest. 
The only thing that sucks about picks like Odin and and when you're talking about picking them in ranked or picking them in comp, he's a very good counter pick to a lot of gods. In casuals, you don't know what you're picking into. So I'm, I'm we're like about to lock in. I'm like, I hope I don't get cucked. Okay. Here's, oh, I was there for this game. Here's the enemy team <laughs> on her. Oh. Has a good leap out of the oh. cage. Bacchus support. Leap out of the cage. Merlin mid. Flicker out of the cage. Bamana. Solo. And ult and just walk right through your cage. And the jungler is fucking Aoi. So Aoi can pull me out of my bird bomb and also get out of my cage. And I'm like, this is the biggest, this is probably the worst game I could play as Odin. Not to mention, the Merlin on the other team was Variety. So I'm like, oh my god, this game is about to suck for me. Uh, it did suck a little bit early. I I died in mid because I, I was just kind of baiting abilities and what what I wanted to make variety feel uncomfortable. You know, I, I didn't want I wasn't gonna succumb to the name. You know, it, you know, be afraid of the name. I wanted him to not feel like he was just in a fucking game where he could shit on everybody. I wanted to put him out of his comfort zone, get in his face a little bit. And then I got hit with a Bacchus burp at like level eight that did five hundred and fifty damage to me, and I. I did not expect that. So, I mean, I fed a couple times early. I had to go beads for the Aoi. But we ended up winning this game pretty hard. Uh, we actually ended up winning in 26 minutes. I don't think I really had much to do with it. I was getting a few good ults once we'd force a leap. But that was about it. I couldn't really tell what the Odin pick was doing. So, game three of scrims the other night. We're playing against our boys. Uh, we're playing our coaches on the other team, our old soul laner, guys that we queue with all the time. Parties there, Sean's there, guys that I play casuals with most nights if we're not scrimming. And so it's a friendly game. Uh, first two games we split. I pick Odin game three because they picked Aquash. They picked an X-Ball. And I'm like, oh, dude, this is this is a good Odin pick. Let's test it out. We wanted to test it out. Let's do it. We're all stoked about the Odin. Oh, they had a... Uh, no, they didn't have a Baba, but they had somebody else that got fucked by it. And I'm like, dude, this is a good Odin game. And then they picked Loki support and Kakulin ADC, X-Ball jungle, Opwash mid. They trolled the whole game. Uh, we ended that game with like 22 minutes. I still don't know if Odin is good. <laughs> so I think right. he is. The ult feels <laughs> really good. But as, as far as like a legitimate game, I got hard counter picked in one. And... The second game was I could have played anybody and we would have stopped. So I don't really know. I did get to solo their mid laner when we were the same level at 18 minutes and I had shifter shield. So it's not all that, that was fun. You don't get to go for solo kills from support often, but shifter shield on physical supports, if you guys aren't building it, that it, it, it's a must. You can clear your own camps, which I've said is like my favorite thing in the world. And it's really good right now. Shifters is kind of nuts it's a lot of protections and a lot of power uh especially when you're over the you know the health threshold it really helps for your engages and then as after you've engaged you get protections uh so shifter shield you guys should be building it uh then we had our comp set that nev is going to do the desk work for which Ooh, do I, I need I, to close I, I my ears do i need, do i need to close my ears i don't think so because you're gonna be earmuffs earmuffs no spoilers no. earmuffs <laughs> well if no you spoilers. don't well if you don't want spoilers but you're not doing the casting so i don't think it matters but if i'm you, doing desk work <laughs> Go yeah. ahead, tell your story. If you well, if you don't want the draft, then that's fine. Then earmuffs now. Uh, so yep, earmuffing. <laughs> <laughs> so games from wall we played last night. Uh, 
We won our set 2-0. Uh, so it's the first one of the new season. I'm glad that we're finally getting casted. So the teams that I've played on in Albion Giants that does weekly casting uh, for the last two seasons, it just has never worked out. When they've gone to cast us, either uh, the games like aren't good, spectator didn't save. I think they had a, a one of their casters had an emergency, so they had to cancel the broadcast one week. Like it just hasn't lined up. And I know Majin. Majin Busha, our friend, is uh, over there heading the casting team, has been trying to get us casted. Uh, so glad to finally see that. That'll be Monday. So we'll put out something in the Discord probably. I'm playing in it. Nev's casting it. Uh, so some Baji love there. But you guys are going to be listening to this afterwards. We did 2-0 and uh, had some good games. Game one, I played Sobek. I will fuck. I probably shouldn't say this because, like, strats. If the Sobek's open, I want it. Like, if, if we're second and third pick, like we're picking Sobek top of the draft, I think people should do that. Sobek just makes so much space, has so much pick potential with the pluck, and we were actually losing this game. Uh, they played really well. We, for some reason, my, my team will take stance on stances on gods that they don't think are good, that are actually really good. So we just didn't ban Danza, and they had... I made the mistake of trying to get aggressive early with Sobek and on her, which we do have kill potential, but Ganesha Danza is a hell of a dual lane to try to fight into because that's a Ooh. lot of CC and a lot of yeah. non-DR CC. The silence mm-hmm. lasts as long as Ganesha can cast it. Knockups are yeah. DR immune. Knockups. Yeah. And then Danza's taunt is also DR immune. So I plucked the Danza and then... Uh, taunt. Shit yeah. went shit went bad. <laughs> shit went really bad. Uh, so the AD, their ADC got a triple kill at level three. Their uh, our jungler came over. Their jungler came over. Things went to shit. So we're like down from the beginning, and they go to pl- they go to pull fire at like eighteen minutes. I think we were down like five five k at this point, but we were fighting into them well. We were keeping their Scylla down. The Danza was a little huge, uh, but they go to pull fire. They have a lot better secure than we do. We've got uh, a Morgan. Uh, we ended up running Mori Humbats that game. And they go to pull fire, and we out-secure it with... we. Ooh. Yeah, we steal the fire giant with Kakulin ult. And, wow. yeah, it was Raging Spear or something like that. Uh, I yeah. forget the regular form. But we steal it with that, out-secure the Scylla, take the fight afterwards, and me and Johnny, who was subbing in solo, just go absolutely ham on their back line. We get picks. Our back line, who wasn't there uh our adc was oddly enough split pushing so now that we've won a 4v5 really fucking hard and stolen the fire giant we were able to get two phoenixes off of that push and that so before that fire giant we're down 5k after that fight and structures we were up 8k so game oh, one shit. just we really swung that game open it was a really good feeling because like we're, we're like you know we can fight in this we just need something to go we need a fight to go our way like we can you know we team fight really well we if we're not playing Conquest or waiting for somebody to get on, we play Arena all the time, and it shows in a lot of games where maybe we don't play the map that well, but then we just win team fights. Uh, right. So we've got a lot of chemistry there, and it just swung that game. We end up taking it, and um, we win game one. Game two, I believe they banned the Sobek. They banned Sobek and Morgan. Top phase. My team comes to their senses. We ban the Danza. We're second pick, so Nev might have earmuffs on. Maybe not, but she might want to look at our draft game too because I think it was just a draft diff. They gave us Cupid, Yamoja, Persephone, top three picks. 
Okay, oh. I did not have earmuffs on, and I heard that. Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Uh, what? Game two. Uh, we we end up winning our team fights. We were like, all right, they're giving us the Umoja. Let's just pick stuff that makes a fuck ton of space, and that's what we're going to do with this comp. We're just going to split up team fights. We're going to use Umoja ult. We're going to use Persephone ult to just make a fuck ton of space, disrupt their team, take the fights, hit the people in front of us, and win the game. Now, this was a weird game for you to look at. I think my build was shit. I'll say that. I expect to get roasted on the cast. I think my build was kind of shit for Yamoja. I liked some of the items, so I didn't really build any cooldown. Uh, I didn't even have Max Omi, but I think that was fairly okay. Everything was doing something. I just would have switched up something. So I expect to get flamed for that. Um, I did 3,800 damage. I did nothing. And my team's like, dude, you popped the fuck off. It didn't even matter. My ult placements... They might not have been hitting people because either they're forcing jumps or forcing people to get out, but my ult placements are splitting fights. My rings were on point. I got us a lot of kills with ring placement, getting beads, creating space with that, getting their characters killed, just like being able to throw that three down. And I had Lotus Crown. So I'm just throwing rings in the fights, ulting, and healing. I'm literally never using my one. So I did 3,800 damage, which is really pretty low for a 30-minute game. But I didn't need to. That wasn't my job. We had Cupid, Persephone. We had a Kakullin. We had a, uh, I think Rahio went Hunbots again. And that wasn't my job. So I did my job. I felt like I popped off on the Emoja. They gave us a hell of a comp to work with. And we won our set 2-0. So first win is in the books. And we'll look to keep it rolling next week. Congrats. Nice. Thanks. I'm excited to get flamed by Twitch chat on, on Monday, but, uh, you know, 2 Resu- <laughs> Results speak it for happens. themselves. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> but those are my games of the week. So I had, had a good week, and we'll keep it rolling. Triple Worshippers this weekend. Hell yes. Triple and cooldowns tomorrow, Rick. I swear. Yeah, yeah. If we don't play cooldowns, I'm going to be mad. Oh. Mm. Make now, I have, now I have you incentive. Do I... You get personal enjoyment out of playing cooldowns, or do I get personal enjoyment out of tilting Nev? Hmm. Decisions. <gasps> Listen, ah, there's been enough tilt ah, of Nev because Bryce stole my pentakill. <laughs> See? Full circle. We've brought it back. <laughs> <laughs> we brought it back. And you know what else is back? SPL rosters. Yes, sir. Woo-hoo. Take us into it, Rick. I need to know. Are there juicy deets? There are some juicy deets uh, in the roster. So we talked about it in the Discord. There was a tweet that went out really early on in the process from a like fake Twitter account. It was like S8 Pro, but it wasn't. It like clearly wasn't an official account. But they listed the rosters, and that had to have been a leak. There's a lot of similarities between that tweet and the what actually happened with the rosters. Some of the details on the inside. So old rival obviously didn't get approved. Uh, which I agree with. Kalos and Deathwalker were really out of the scene in Season 7. They didn't play a whole lot, and there were concerns over how competitive they were going to be. So Old Rival didn't end up making it, and Erupt Crimson, uh, who we thought was going to be in the league, uh, did end up going to school, taking a scholarship. Uh, so the rosters are pretty similar. There's a lot of rookies. There's some new names. So, Depp, you may, I don't know if, you know, you've been busy this week. It, Let's, it uh, might be a good step in point. Might yeah, be a good point. I'll, I'll read the uh, the names first. There are okay. the Jade Dragons. Oh. 
They're the Oni Warriors, mm-hmm. the Camelot Kings. Oh, that's the, a neat one. The Tartarus Titans, oh, the Olympus okay. Bolts, which almost definitely hey. Cooper had to have something to do with that. He's a he's a Tampa Bay Lightning fan or a, a Bolts yeah. fan, as they're known in Tampa. Ooh. I think I think he's that's who he's rooting for. The Valhalla Valkyries. The Atlantis Leviathans Ooh. and the Solar Scarabs. Hashtag get bugged. Get bugged. <laughs> uh, there's quite a few rookies in the league. Dijani or Johnny, uh, the jungler from EUSCC, will be uh, stepping in to SPL for the first time for the Valkyries. Uh, let's see. Haddix, who has subbed in SPL before, but he's never had a main roster spot, will be the solo lane for the Bolts. Uh, we've got uh, Baronic is going to be playing mid for the Solar Scarabs. And Julio is going to be playing solo for the Leviathans. If you guys don't know Julio or didn't watch him play, he's a solo laner for Belt Slab last year that placed for Worlds and uh, ended up going. He is mechanically insane. And I can't wait to see him step I was going to say, he was doing good in the Belt Slab games. Oh, yeah. Julio is an insane player. He I turned body uh, Rahil onto him. We started watching his stream now. He's... Uh, Spanish, from Spain, so you can't understand him on stream a lot of the time, but he uh, he's just a nuts player. He's stepping into the Atlantis Leviathan's solo lane, which I think this will be a good fit for him because he's joining Panatom, Shinto, Rongyu, and Yarkor, who is making the switch to ADC. Okay. This has been quite the mix-up. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> All right, other mix-ups that we're going to see. Uh, Captain Twig is going back to jungle, switching from mid. Uh, he's going to be joining... Variety, Big Man Tings, Genetics, and Netrioid, who is leaving his former roster to join four Brits. So it's four Brits and Netrioid, who I want to say is Venezuelan, Colombian? I should know this. I should know this. Um, so, yeah, I think that's an interesting... He's Peru. That's right. It's Peru. Uh, that's an interesting okay. roster. I don't think... Netrioid speaks pretty good English, oh. so I'm not worried about the language barrier there. Uh, yeah. Maybe there is a change in play style. I think Twig's going to be... A top three jungler, and jungler is probably the weakest role right now. But Twig went to was a runner up season six as a jungler, so I'm not too worried about his performance there. Scary D, the two time world champion, solo laner for uh, Buck Wizard team, SK and PK, switching from solo lane to jungle. So I think that's interesting. Uh, he's going to be joining Radiance, uh, and they're going to have Benji, Scary D. Uh, he is bringing his old teammate Paul from you Ooh, know, also two-time world champion. Goofy. So Scary D and Paul staying together with the Aurora Cy- uh, Cyclone Spin uh, duo lane, and that team is going to be coached by Cherio, which I was really happy to see Cherio stay in the scene. Cherio is a is a, yeah. is a great guy. He's mm-hmm. really fun to watch on stream. He's very fucking smart, and he's very revered uh, in the SPL scene by all the other players. If you listen to how they talk about him. There's a lot of respect there. I think that is going to be very cool to watch. I don't like their name Tartarus Titans, but it makes sense. Obviously, Tartarus was like the prison for Titans, right? So uh, right. I think High res went a little hard on the alliteration. They, they were heavy I like yeah. it, though. I, I don't like think it's it. that bad. And I think people saying the name, I, there's a lot on Twitter, the names are cringe. What did you think they were going to be? I'm actually okay with this. I said, you know, I didn't want to see... Uh, you know, just some like some basic names. I think they did a really good job. Uh, mm-hmm. I like that it's their own brand for players. They're putting in their stream titles. They're making up hashtags. They're really trying to, you know, build up their team and add some personality yeah, to it. It's a push. Each team has its, its own a Twitter page. It's been some really good follows. Cool. They've put out uh, roster announcement videos that you guys should go check out on Twitter. Uh, 
the one thing, so the deets that we were talking about, uh, a lot of the roster apocalypse was blamed on Barracuda. And from what I can guess and from what I know, I think that there were some rosters set. And the reason Zatman, Zatman put out a tweet saying why his team broke up, he said he went to bed thinking that his roster had been submitted and he was going to have that everything was okay. And then he said he woke up the next day and he wasn't on the team anymore. Uh, I think what happened is that one team wanted Barracuda, and I think that was PK. I think Barracuda was going to go to PK, and they were going to stay together. And it was going to be Scary D solo, so not not lane swapping uh, or role swapping, Cubo, Fred, Paul, Neoma, and Barracuda. And another team wanted Awesome Jake 408. So Barra, Jake splitting up was the potential. And then it sounded like from everything I read that Barracuda went back on that and wanted to keep it going with his new team. They brought Haddix on, replacing Variety on what used to be Renegades, and kept Lazbra, Venenu, Awesome Jake, and Barracuda. Haddix and Jake queue together all the time. I expect them to I, I expect that team to be pretty competitive. I would have liked to see roster changes. Lazbra is pretty inconsistent or can be inconsistent. He's very talented when he gets hot, but it's just not there enough. And oh then um I think I think that team will be very competitive. So what happened is now all this roster swaps and Barracuda going to PK and Jake not going to wherever he was going, the rosters get split up. And now PK decides they're not going to stay together. So now all the other rosters are like, wait, wait a minute. Do do we want... Do we want these people? One of these guys, you know, yeah. you know, two-time world champions, all these guys. So we want one of them. So it ended up just being a mad scramble, and that's basically how Roster Apocalypse happened. What a mix-up. So Cubo yeah. Fred and Neil Ma are going to be sticking together on Oni Warriors. This is the team that I'm going to be rooting for. It's Nika Solo, who, by the way, is the best solo in the league. I don't want to hear Final K. I don't. I just don't think that's the case. Uh, Nika, Cubo Fred, Dardes, Neil Ma, and Vote. Besides Neil Ma, this is an EU team. Uh, Nika being British, Cuvo, Dardes, Vote, all EU, Neomaz, Canadian. So none of that roster is American, but I don't care. I'm rooting for them anyways. Uh, I've loved the SSG guys, Nika, Dardes, and Vote. And I've always liked Cuvo and Neil. So that is the team I'm going to be rooting for. Team that I think Nev is rooting for, the Jade Dragons, who are going to be dragging those nuts all over a lot of teams this <laughs> season. Uh, that is your ghost gaming yeah. from last season. Final K, Sam for soccer. They replaced Big Man Tings with Hurry Wind, which I think is so good for Hurry. I think that's a perfect fit. I think Hurry's going to be great on this roster. PBM's really going to help him out and and make him shine. And then they keep the PBM Panda Cat duo lane. These are, if if I had to do power rankings, that's the top team right now. Okay, you're you're not hoping that the that the Leviathans with Julio make make some make some waves or. Um... Uh, I think uh, I I think they throw back with the bolts uh I will be rooting for the bolts I think they're like my number two team um okay just because I love 408 I like Barracuda and but I'm going with Oni Warriors so I did power rankings for each role which I'm not gonna read out but I think power rankings for each team I think the top two teams are Oni Warriors and Jade Dragons uh and I don't think it's all that close Mm-hmm. Both those rosters are stacked. The team that I think will be next competitive are the Titans, Benji, Scary D, Paul, Roar, Cyclone Spin. 
Five very talented players. It'll be interesting to see how Scary D moves to jungle. I think there will be a lot of growing pains. I don't expect this team to be a top half team in the first split, but maybe he adapts early and the other four guys can, can carry him. After that, I've got Camelot Kings, who we already talked about earlier. I think a lot of people are sleeping on genetics. No support stream, so I just have to like the ones that do and pay respect to the ones that do in genetic streams most days. So I, I think... Uh, I've watched him play a lot, and I think people are sleeping on genetics. I think uh, Big Man Tings is going to have a good role. Twig will facilitate. Variety uh, was slept on a lot. This team has some big personalities, and they've got a lot of synergy to do, but all those players are insane. Uh, I've got yeah. the Bolts right after them, uh, and then the Leviathans, I, I think, are going to be the sixth highest team. Team that has a lot of potential. Let's talk about the Valkyries. Ducky in the solo lane. Uh Johnny in jungle zeros is coming back and oh man I hope we get some sound bites because zero season six talking about set jungle is one of my favorite things that's ever happened in SPL uh Raffer is coming back I nobody really saw this coming and from what I read on Twitter they didn't either uh it, apparently uh this team was looking at uh grabbing oceans for support who has been in the league before. Uh, but Zero's called up Raffer on the last day and uh, on the deadline day and convinced him to return to SPL. So Dang. we got Raffer back. Lost Cherry, we lost Adapting, but Raffer's coming back, baby. And he's bringing uh, back yeah. two-time world champion ADC Emilito. And that is going to be a Dang. really fun team to watch. A rookie in Jungle, there's a storyline of uh, will Ducky finally shine? Being on a much more competitive team, uh, this team is very EU. Uh, they're all these players are EU, so I'll be curious to see how they play. Um, and and Raffer and Emilito, one of the best dual lanes that's ever played back together. I think if I had to guess, I think that Zeros swayed Raffer because, as you know, Raffer and his girlfriend or fiance, uh, I think the girlfriend uh, Tigris, their house was flooded earlier this year, right when they got back from Worlds. Uh, their house is basically destroyed. And, you know, I think he swayed them up. He said, look, you know, you can come make 50K plus playing Smite again back with us and we'll give Tigris the coach spot. So Tigris is back. I think it's the oh. fourth season in a row she's been in SPL while not playing Smite really at all. <laughs> so it's uh, one of the more interesting storylines. Uh, she does play Smite. I mean, she is a good Smite player when she plays Smite. I'm not sure how much coaching she will be doing, but I think it was a really nice gesture uh, for that team uh, to... I'm not going to say she's not going to do anything, but they're basically foregoing a more competitive coach like you see on the other seven teams uh, so that Raffer and Tigris can hopefully, you know, get their... Uh, situation sorted out a bit um, make you know make some money and try to I, I can't imagine what it would be like if you know I came home one day and my house was just gone and all of my personal possessions were destroyed that is a horrible thought uh, so I think this is going to help him out a good bit so I think I think that was a nice gesture and uh, I, I'm excited to watch the Valkyries I've got them seventh in my rankings but I think this team will be a dark horse you know second half of the year once they get Back in the SPL, it'll depend on some of the meta picks and, and playing together with a lot of these guys, but I'm excited for this team. The last team, Solar Scarabs. <laughs> Arguably the best name, definitely the best slogan. Get Bugged has been trending on Twitter all week. 
it is going to be Solo or Troll returning the SPL. Layers, the rookie. I didn't even mention Layers earlier. Maryland boy, represent 301 gang. Uh, Layers is going to be in the jungle. Baronic is going to be stepping in as a rookie in the mid. And then the dual lane is going to be inbound and Zapman, which have we talked about that? That, that might be. Why would Zapman be queuing ranked with inbound? I wonder. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you saw, but when, when all of this started getting announced, I was like, huh, Rick was right. <laughs> I, I, I typed that somewhere in one of the discords. Yeah. I was like, you were right. You were right. <laughs> I'm excited to see this team. Uh, you know, they got some rookies on it. We'll see if inbound uh, keeps improving. He did improve vastly between first and second half last year. I hope they prove us wrong. I want to see layers pop off. He might have some adjustment. I've got uh, Johnny ranked above him in my power rankings just because I think it's going to be easier for Johnny to look good on a better team. But layers is an insane player. Uh, maybe he can you know turn things around or you know be the jungle diff in a few games. I think there's going to be some tough sledding for the Solar Scarabs, but when that get bugged hash or hashtag can be used, Twitter's going to be popping off. So they're they're the weakest team that I've got, but I think they're out to prove people wrong. Hell yeah! SPL comes back late April. SCC is going on right now every weekend. Our friend Blazy Bard was casting this morning. Uh, Hell yes! And ooh, ooh. yeah, so I, I'm. We were waiting on the rosters. It kept getting delayed. It kept getting delayed. And actually, the way that they came out was <laughs> Hindu Man apparently leaked, leaked the rosters papers. because yeah. he was going to shout out the rookies or put the rookies as an Easter egg in the patch notes and didn't take out all of the other players. Uh, so <laughs> when the patch went live, <laughs> when the patch went live on Tuesday, you could go to the tabs and it was like, who are Olympus Bolts? And you'd. And you hit the drop down, and that's when people were like, holy shit, the SPL rosters are listed in the client. Like, rosters are out. They didn't say anything. Nobody announced. And then you had all the Twitter pages for each team popping out. Uh, there was It was a really good day for Twitter. Uh, I think Avi and Hindu were having a lot of fun. Um, it going was, back it was and great. Forth. Yeah, it was, it was a fun time to be online. <laughs> and uh, whether or not that was intentional, I don't care. I think that's a good storyline. Uh, Hindu leaking the rosters is is pretty great. Uh, yeah. I, I tweeted, uh, one of the replies I tweeted was Hindu right now, and it was the um, Elmo with the fire behind him. Elmo fire. <laughs> it's like yeah, Elmo fire. laughing. <laughs> right. And the uh, one thing, we, the last thing to talk about, the logos for each team, I think, are really good. I think they're, they're really, really nice. They're really mm-hmm. nice. And Smite's going to be putting out some merch soon with that on it. So look out for that. Pick a team to root for. Pick your favorite. I'm going Oni Warriors. Uh, my <laughs> two backups are going to be the Olympus Bolts and probably the Valkyries, just because of Raffer. And uh, I think that team's going to be interesting. Who, who you got, Nev? Are you going? Are you well, driving? I haven't. I haven't quite. No, I haven't quite settled on who I want to root for this season. I want to look. I want to look at the rosters a little bit more and try and try and figure out what which way I want to go. Um, I don't know. It's it's sad about the some of the teams getting split up, but I'm super excited to see the rookies this year and just see them excel in SBL. I'm so excited. Me too. It kind of sucks. Uh, one of the players I liked really watching was Scream. I think he'll be back. He said he's waiting to see if there's an opening on a team and where he can help out. But Scream kind of got pushed out with rosters, which was a little unexpected. Uh, but I, I don't think we've seen the end of Lucas Spracklin. So I think he'll be back. Depp, here in these rosters, do you have uh, you got an early favorite? Um, 
Hmm. You know, I the whole time after I heard Camelot Kings, for some reason I was thinking of Rick in the modes of the day where <laughs> you could for Camelot for Avalon across yeah. the map. Yep. And for some reason my brain jumped to the uh this is Sparta, the the three hundred like remix that popped up on YouTube of Gerard Butler <laughs> shouting this is Sparta. <laughs> and I kind of want that with for Camelot for Avalon and just like have a smash clip of like the different players and like shit they've done. So I think they've got like the best social media presence potential. <laughs> so I'm I'm going with them. I, I will say the the Sentinel Scarab, they they got or, uh, Solar Scarabs, they've got they're up there. So top two right there. All right. So that's yeah. I, I maybe let's not make predictions, but I think the Oni Warriors and Jade Dragons going to be the top. But I think there's a lot of potential in the other teams. We'll see who the dark horses that come out uh, throughout the season. It's never. Just remember, J Dragons always look good. Rival Ghost Gaming, but mm-hmm. anything happens at Worlds. I don't know. It, it's there's gonna be there's <laughs> gonna be new World Champions too. Now you know PKSK broke oh, yeah. up, so this year that's some true. somebody's gonna be getting a, their first ring. We'll, we'll see. Uh, but that's all Very I've got true. for SPL. So why don't we talk our community corner? Yeah. Good. Now, have you got that ready for us? I do. So, we asked you two episodes ago make a jungle camp. What mythical creature will be defending the buff camp, and what kind of buff will it drop? Some of y'all did not read the instructions, but it's okay. We're still going to go through it. First up, we have Doc. Doc says a Valkyrie defending a speed camp since they have wings for speed. There you go. So that's, instead of making a new cool. camp, we're just going to put a Valkyrie on, on the speed buff. I like it. Yeah. Uh, Sandman says, Siege minion camp in Conquest. After 45 minutes, it replaces Gold Fury. Killing it sends one down a random lane. That would be an interesting shakeup. Yeah. Although a lot of the Conquest games that I've been seeing haven't lasted longer than 30 minutes. So. <laughs> exactly. That's the shakeup. They implement it. Nobody knows it's there. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's already there <laughs> right maybe it's already here and we don't know <laughs> fro double g who is not here by the way uh hour 10 minutes in fro double g not in yep um says the rick buff it's red has russian red duck fucks as the minis and a bearded baseball player that just yells dingers <laughs> as the buff holder oh yeah it provides it provides 10% power as long as you're not afraid to be a part of something bigger than yourself. God damn Savage. It. <laughs> Savage. For any of our All listeners right. that don't know, there was a point in time where I was trolling Fro about Harry Potter and the Harry Potter universe. And I said, you know what, dude? Fucking Harry Potter, the Harry Potter universe? Fro, don't, don't be afraid to get caught up in something that's bigger than yourself. Or don't be afraid to be a part of something bigger than you. And that has just been a great meme. meme. Yeah. The, <laughs> the bearded buff. baseball deals dingers, though. The yeah. Nev buff. Purple with Nev Doge as the mini and a four foot seven ginger who rages whenever uh-huh. it's not cooldowns on Sunday. <laughs> Aww. It provides a buff that instantly kills you if there's four enemies in mid. Dude, that's OP as shit. Right. <laughs> Oh, wait. No, it kills oh, me. Wait a minute. Die. That's a debuff. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Faded. <laughs> the depth buff. I think it exists. IDK, it just does stuff, I guess. 
Accurate. The Get buff that. is just there. It's yeah. just there. <laughs> the Bryce buff. No need for a buff here. Just fucking send it. <laughs> Crack that a cold was... one. Then you'll have your buff. <laughs> that was cute. That was cute. All yeah. right. So even though you didn't follow the instructions. The next one's so good, though. We still like it. Would you like to read the next one? Diablo Slayer comes in on the tails of Fro, who did not do a buff for himself, and says, The Fro buff. It takes you out of your current game and places you in an assault queue. (laughs) 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 Fro in the Discord, somebody, or he, uh, Somebody put that in there, or Diablo Slayer put that in there. Somebody said something else, and he's like, why do people think I don't play Conquest? It's my second most played game mode. I don't just play Assault. And then last week, Fro's like, all right, my games of the week. I just played a shit ton of Assault. A lot of Assault. A lot of Assault. (laughs) I've been playing Assaults like they were going out of business. (laughs) And then Fro said he didn't really particularly care for that one. Fro buff bangs Addy's mom. There we go. (laughs) Got to get that one in there. Got that in there for him. (laughs) Back on track here with Chaotic Soul Zero, who actually followed the rules. Hydra buff adds poison, D-O-T, to basics for one minute after clearing. I like that. I like that. It's like mannequin yeah. scepter, but it's like a mannequin. You don't have it's to a build, mannequin but, scepter, but you don't but have to build shitty mannequin scepter. It, it, it's only the damage. It's none of the slow. Nonsense. And Sylvanas can do can get this buff without trolling the entire game. There True. you go. And a siren camp auto taunts enemies after a successful clear, forces the enemy to clear the camp to be released. Interesting. Hmm. I have. I was kind of on the same path. I'm gonna kind of cut in here. I had an idea for a siren camp. Where it was like, um, it does kind of like a, not a debuff, but basically kind of like prevents people from being in that part of the jungle if you clear it. Because what it does, like, because of the siren squeals and whatnot. So, like, if you clear it, then it could prevent the enemy from coming to that part of the jungle because there's so many corridors and stuff. Yeah. So, I thought maybe that could be a little interesting, but that was my idea. (laughs) So, I kind of cut there. Because I also had Siren, so. Uh, oh, we got a picture here. Somebody else, like, they, some of these are really long. I'm going to need some help. <laughs> Dep. Dep, would you like to read Coffin? Please I'll, I'll get this my, one. My Coffin Monkey chat. slash Main Monkey comes in Popeye's stool. There's a long-ass wiener dog sitting on a stool in mid lane. And every time a god is seen, it barks, even if it knows the god. The stool <laughs> lowers at 10 minutes, and whichever team kills it, the other team can't use VGS for five minutes. And if they try, Popeye <laughs> just barks, and every 10 minutes, it relowers into mid lane, continuing to make comms impossible and ruining everyone's good time. <laughs> Also, mid-game, it'll occasionally try and put its face in your face when you're trying to secure Gold Fury or Red Buff. Also, De- he will De- offer breathe, De- you... breathe. I'm starting not to understand you. Breathe. <laughs> I love it. <sighs> okay. Also, he will offer you advice on random NBA betting lines every now and then. <laughs> and if you don't occasionally pet him while he's lowered, he will scratch you, dealing damage and causing you to not be able to control your god properly for 30 seconds. I think I think Coffin has this buff all the time. I think this is Coffin passive. I think passive. so too. I this, feel like yeah, I feel like this passive. is Coffin passive. I feel like yeah. I've played with the with with Coffin yeah. having this buff quite a few times. <laughs> I don't know if you for it some doesn't reason, really sound though, like a buff, it, it sounds like a debuff. Team. 
Yeah, it never affects it's, the enemy team. Yeah, it sounds like a debuff, actually. Uh, um, I don't. Actually, know, I don't know if you guys actually. have seen the the videos that Coffin does for having his dog Popeye pick out who he's gonna bet on that night, but they're fantastic. Yes. <laughs> he puts two treats and he signs the treats. He'll be like, "Yeah, hey Popeye, Pacers or Pistons tonight?" And whichever treat he goes to, that's who Coffin bets on. <laughs> <laughs> Next we have Ash. Golden Fleece Camp gives you 50 XP and 50 gold and gain one stack of blood. Oh, my jungler does not like this. The first basic attack doesn't do damage to the usual block effect your stack doesn't go away if you attack a jungle minion its location replaces one mid heartbeat sounds like a good idea but he doesn't know if it's reasonable <laughs> uh, my jungler and adc would say no because they think <laughs> they think block stacks are the worst thing that's been invented in the 21st century it makes hydras not it makes it not yeah you don't that's why <laughs> play like gods like daji are not great you just shell and that's all their damage yeah almost need to make it so that uh hydras ignores block stacks and remember block stacks were stacking so if you had upgraded shells it was crazy yeah doesn't do that anymore but i mean that's where we're at block stacks are op op but want just one of them and on a jungle buff pretty nice i like it i like the idea (laughs) Next, we got Kyle coming in with the dragon sword. Wait, no, I skipped Riggs. You skipped Riggs. Oh, I skipped Riggs. No, no, I didn't. And I was right. Riggs right. says, make Freya a warrior buff camp. That only works when you play Freya. And once you pick it up, it converts her to a true smite class of warrior. <laughs> that was like, I, I don't want to right. read that I, nonsense. I, I don't need to read that nonsense. <laughs> it's like if the taco god comes up again. Just no, no, skipping over that. Um, Kyle with the dragon sword. If you beat the dragon, the dragon will fly to a random enemy god and steal a random amount of gold from them. Oh. 100 to 1,000. And take Whoa. it back to the team and give it to them split evenly. Yo, this is like a Fafnir. Random, That's awesome. Random up to 1,000 is pretty up to a fucking thousand wild, is a lot. though. Yeah, That's yeah. a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. You imagine the tilt. All right, I'm going to back. I've got fail not done. And then it's some dragon comes out. It takes, <laughs> takes 999 gold. And you're like... What the As fuck? As you're in Fountain getting ready to buy, it's like you just popped <laughs> up the store and, shit, son of a bitch. <laughs> that would Unlucky. be tilting. Yeah. <laughs> you want to read this next one, Rick? All right, so Coffin coming back with uh, some buffs for the host. The Nevea 03 buff. It's just a drunk streamer wasted off of Stormies. <laughs> it could be any random mid lane mage, and if you kill it, it teleports everyone on your team to mid right on top of the enemy mid laner. Five mid, they dead. Oh, okay. I, Yo, I this take is that. a buff. Yeah, this that's is a buff. A buff. Yeah. That's a buff. I like that. <laughs> the big rig 20x buff. It's just some dude with a beard bragging about playing arena against Sanguine. Okay, look. <laughs> it's not my father in my games. I wish they weren't. This buff only appears if the enemy team is clearly better than you and way ahead at 20 minutes. <laughs> Kill it and you get baseball sound effects that drown out the enemy team's comms. Watch Big Rick 20 streams. I've got the whole soundboard. Yep. Back. And Back. It, and it turns your team into Eli Manning and the enemy team into Tom Brady. That's it. That's the buff. That sounds That's pretty good buff. since Eli Manning is the only person that can beat Tom Brady and he's done it every time. So it sounds like... The enemy team is way better than you. They're way ahead. You get this buff, and then (laughs) you clutch the rest of the game, and you win. I like it. 
Dep Nation, more like chick slaying. This buff is easy. Its location is a location a jungle shouldn't be. Because Dep's always out of position, each team has one deep in the enemy jungle. Destroy the buff and every female guy in the game gets seduced by Dep and is returned to base. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, no. Out of position, man. He's protected. Out of position and... Oh, fuck. You got me. <laughs> Slaying women, apparently. Apparently. Bro, double G. At 50 minutes, a giant frog appears and replaces fire giant. And you guys are going to have to help me because I don't know what tune he's going for here. You just make it up. I'm feeling fro. F-R-O, double G. Don't bring that conquest around me. I'm feeling fro. <laughs> After the buff is destroyed, <laughs> everyone is transferred to an assault map and is reset to level five. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I don't think I, I think Fro's gonna have to play Conquest this week unless he wants his meme to keep going. <laughs> right. In before games next week. Uh yeah, I don't care. I just played a ton of assault. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch got us silent reveries buff the real rally trolley hours hot tub time machine buff there's a jackass sitting in a hot tub in the texas heat he's a new idiot and randomly tails a wiener dog's bets even though the wiener dog is wrong 40 percent of the time he's loud and smoking a cigar and genuinely seems like a good time but farmers beware if you destroy the camp everyone is teleported at 2 a.m and given 10 shots and takes off their shirts and streams on the baji channel until 6 a.m Speaking gibberish, <laughs> and they're also confused on how marbles works, and no facts to back this up, but I assume they disappoint their spouse in bed. Oh, <laughs> shit. Shots. Holy shit. Holy shit, Coffin. Holy shit. <laughs> this guy was strangely got him, dude. I don't, I don't know if Bryce comes back for that. He just ended this whole man's career. This Great man's whole career. Fuck. And that's where, this is where Fro came in and said, Conquest is my highest move. <laughs> <laughs> Why does everyone think I hate Conquest? <laughs> All right. Who wants to read? We got two more. We have a really Nev, long it, one from Batman. Nev? All right. Batman says they should add a second fire giant. When you kill the first one, the second one spawns, has twice as much health, and does tons of damage. And locks you inside the pit and kills you. If you manage to get this fire giant killed, you get double your power, but this only happens on one out of 20 chance because it's a little OP. Another idea is I hate Baron Camp. If you take this camp, it gives you X20 damage to Baron players. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Um, once Baron has died 10 times while you have this buff, it disconnects them from the game and plays Ranch Ranch. <laughs> and the only way to stop this is by unplugging your computer. If you do so, your Smite account will be erased. I don't if think you he listen likes... to the full song, you it back into the game as another god, level one, and get a 30-minute deserter because you left the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the cookie buff. You take this camp and get a cookie because who doesn't love cookies? Glares at Baron. I'm watching you. <laughs> Unless you're a Baron, <laughs> then it doesn't give you a cookie. It takes all your gems away as well as all your skins, but it takes 99% of your favor because it can't be completely heartless. <laughs> Last I know, idea. I know who I'm. I know who I'm playing in the next analysis. Baron. Oh yeah. Baron. <laughs> 
last idea is drum roll please strap in this is gonna be a good one the totally not overpowered buff this buff which name i shan't tell you because no spoilers is a buff that you may think is overpowered but it's not it's a buff or a debuff to give us controller players a little advantage versus computer players now what does this buff or debuff do well, as soon as a console player gets this buff, anyone who's using a keyboard and mouse gets all the controls completely messed up. And now, oh, so when I'm drunk, basically, is what happens yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, gets completely messed up, and now the console players get some extra farm while they do that. Maybe even a tower or two. But if you're a baron on keyboard and mouse, your keyboard and mouse explode <laughs> into a thousand pieces. And then your monitor jumps out the window and your tower plays Ram Ranch on repeat for the next 24 hours because fuck you, Baron. Yeah. You somebody, mad though? Somebody really, <laughs> somebody really hurt this man. Uh, it sounds like he's a Baron. Baron emote, don't we? I, yeah, I think so. We're going to have to react to that one. No, no, no. Listen, 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 listen. I'm going to do this live. <laughs> I'm going to um, go to settings here, server settings, uh-huh. and I'm going to add a Baron emote into Batman's name. There, there, there already is one where <laughs> we're reacting. Oh, add, say, add, you yeah, can, add it. You can his change name. his into nickname his name. to yeah. Baron Bane. <laughs> this, might, this might be a buff because if your keyboard and mouse settings get all fucked up and your control binds get reset, your key binds get reset, Nev, you might get a Penta. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That could be the key. <laughs> oh, fuck. I didn't mean to hit that button. Penta kill? What? <laughs> Wait, how do I add an emote to somebody? I don't know, but he's while well, you're figuring that out, he's got one more. Now for okay. the last part of this buff debuff. If your name is Nev, this buff does not apply to you unless we are playing Among Us and oh. someone is trying to give you friendship burgers oh. and you brutally Listen, murder you them for go. no reason. Three <laughs> games in a row first. Then this debuff apply to you times seven, but you still get cookies <laughs> because you ate cookies. Now, if your name is Fro Double G, Silent, Dep Nation, or Big Rick 20X, this debuff does apply to you times 269 but y'all still get cookies because y'all have the best smite podcast around unless y'all are playing baron then you get no cookies your computer (laughs) will flip you off jump out a window here's what i want here's what i want everybody to do i want everybody this week all the listeners all the hosts listeners play baron in a game frag on it post a screenshot at batman All right, um, update on uh, changing his name here. I did change his name, but it doesn't actually put the Baron emote into it. So it just uh, says Bachi Tada. <laughs> I'm just going to change his name to But Baron. he'll figure it out. I'm just yeah, going to change yeah. his name to Baron Samity. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. No, no, change it to I love Baron Samity. Uh, yeah, I heart. Yeah. Get, the, get the heart emote in there. Yeah, here we go. Oh, or, yeah. Uh, heart emoji. Less than three. Yeah. I heart Baron Samity. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> Perfect. I'm, I'm waiting to see General Chat light up. All right. <laughs> Who keeps fucking with my name? <laughs> Baseball is the last one here. I like the idea of a rotating random neutral jungle buff. Make one like an auto attack damage over time buff. Maybe one is a prots or even like a shield buff. Like you gain a shield that lasts until the buff expires or you take enough damage. Maybe another has a niche aura 
make it spawn on one of the neutral heartbeat camps and have junglers or even mid support depending on the buff fighting over it i think the ramden miss will make it so one type of god isn't instantly meta for example the dot would make auto attack god stronger hmm. but would make different gods and comps viable i like it yeah it's interesting did you guys I li- have yeah i like it one um first thought can support can can we get a buff for supports like why are we I the mean, why are fair. we the only ones that could, well i mean we can invade but i don't know if you saw the the meme of like you, you ever seen the meme of the monkey with the orange it's like when yes. you give your <laughs> when you give your support meme. a buff yeah that's how Aww. I feel. And, okay, Tiamat is going to be fun because, like, supports will get a buff if she consumes the buff and leaves yeah. one. So, like, that's okay. But, like, can supports just get a buff? You could um, you can make it, I don't know, make it Nev's mains. Have, like, a Cuckoo model, a Nox model, and an Afro model. Look, and just, uh, just put them all what? three together. I'm not an And Afro-y. have them provide... Pr- Actually... What? They it should just be like a gold spooling item. Just let us get into builds or XP. Like have extra XP and gold when you get this buff. Like that would be really great. It doesn't have to be overpowered. Just something to help out supports. You don't like that buff, Nev? So you want Guardian's blessing, but in buff form? Yeah, just more. Yeah. It doesn't have. Don't you don't like, have to give us prods. Maybe a little movement speed. That'd be kind of pog. You know. I don't. I don't like the um the gods that you've chosen to guard it. Um, <laughs> this is hearsay. Um, fake news. Uh, dot dot, dot WP Nevaeh three. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I've always thought that the Siege Minion and the Apothis were always neat buffs and could be added into Conquest. But I think that with um, Tiamat and Gilgamesh, that there's a potential for a Babylonian monster themed camp besides yeah. the scorpions. I don't like the scorpions. I don't know. They change like they already changed them. Yeah, uh, I'm yeah. excited to see the next. Uh, I think next month or maybe the next update show, we'll get our first look at the uh, the Living Conquest map. I don't know if that's going to be this next update show, but that'd be that'd be cool to get a preview of what they're going to do to change the map. You know how they said they were they were going to change it four times this uh, this season. So I'm not yeah. sure when we're getting the first one, but I'm excited. Yeah, we shall see. I wonder mm-hmm. if it's just moving walls or if it's like I hope that they that would be cool because. You know, they started doing that with the with the doors or the outside of the base or the first like dynamic thing. I ha- I did have my first play. Map I, I was I was yeah. a Fafnir and I made uh one of my first like pog plays with the door was being able to get through that wall and get through the door and the enemies couldn't chase me because their jumps were down or they didn't have them and I was able to get out at like a hundred HP. That I thought that was pretty did cool. You- have you ever experienced Did- the debuff from going through not your door, the enemy's door? Because yeah. wasn't that supposed to be a thing? I don't think you. Get- I think that's just early game, like invaders oh, first kind of thing. Okay. Um, did you did you see that video, Rick, of somebody opening the door and Herc pulling somebody out? <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's hysterical. <laughs> I gotta find it. That when, whoever posted that, I saw it on Twitter. I cried. Please from find laughing. that. I hope they hit the. Weights. I will find it. It was hit it was weights. hilarious. I I cried laughing. It was so funny. Do you have a buff, um, Nev? Do you have a CC? I I said mine earlier. Oh. Um, when I saw Chaotic also used a siren for his suggestion. That's um, right. Yeah. Yeah. It was more of like a debuff for the enemies, where like if when you clear the buff, it kind of like emits a sound that makes it so people 
on the enemy team can't come through that part of the jungle because there's so many different corridors and stuff. So I think it would just be pretty cool to have like a debuff like that for like protecting, you know, one one side of the mid lane, for example, or protecting <laughs> duo side or sure something. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Um, I I I rescind. I want a neutral camp where. Um, alpha harpy is instead of alpha harpy it should be the manticore and because the manticore doesn't it have three heads and then the tail right i think so yeah. so it's like really dumbed down versions of all the buff camps so okay. like a quarter of blue buff a quarter of purple a quarter of red and a quarter of yellow so like you get a baby bit of speed you get a baby bit of protection reduction you get a baby bit of damage and you get a baby bit of mana regen and cooldown. I like it. That's interesting. Yeah. And then Rick could get a buff. That'd be exciting. And then Rick could get a buff. A, but it's it's a buff, a buff that encourages fighting. I would love because. a buff. It'd be so nice. Yeah. <laughs> and it can it can scale if uh if the scorp if the scorpion that guards the gold fury pit is killed, then it could go to like half effectiveness. So like cooldowns five percent, mana regen is whatever half. So like five MP five or whatever. It could go to like half effectiveness. It levels up once that scorpion's killed. Okay. I like it. Nice. Or even just have it scaled off of every time the scorpions die or something. I don't know. Have it increased in a little bit every time yeah i think it was a good cc though i liked uh, a lot of those good, answers good, good good cc uh send us your recommendations we have to think of a new one for yep. Next uh, time. Yep. as always we'll take next week off and then we'll put a new suggestion in two episodes from now yep so you got time let us know what you think would be a good community corner always looking for ideas mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we've got thank yous i know that much <laughs> <laughs> wild death stroke thank you for the thumbnails i'm working now we'll see if uh i've got the energy to to work those up into episodes but we've also got our lovely patrons thank you without you guys we wouldn't have been able to do a lot of the quality of life improvements for the podcast getting everybody sounding crisp sounding clean making it so that it you know fro can edit in a timely fashion and it doesn't take him 40 minutes to silence a single track um things like that <laughs> things like that we love you guys and yes, you thank you guys your names are ario asbestos diablo slayer baseball bombi danny caveman neo coffin monkey gilly colorado the big red snorlax weatherman audio sir embers freak stoff backlash sadon lantern Bats Kid, Riggs, Dracon, Glenn, Wiggle, Granite Boys, Camo House, Void vs. Void, and Bright, Scion Gemini, Batman7839, and Sandman. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys. You guys are awesome. That's all I got, guys. That's all that's written down. That's all I'm programmed <laughs> for. 149. We're almost there. One, We're coming in on 150. Yeah, getting close. Yeah, small benchmark. We're not going to do anything special for it, probably. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We've got a week to decide. <laughs> yeah, we got a week to figure it out. <laughs> We've got a week to figure it out. Yeah. 200, though. We'll do something big for 200 for sure. For sure. But that's like a year from now, so <laughs> miss me with that. <laughs> We got a year to decide, but I'm not going to be thinking about it until two weeks. Before. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. I'm not I'm not gonna think about it until uh one ninety eight. <laughs> be like, hey guys, we're coming up on two hundred. We should probably do so. No, no. All right, I'm out of here. I'll see uh, you on the ever changing conquest. Goodbye. Toodaloo. Broken dreams in my pocket Couldn't think round my neck like a locket Carve your name in my mind Cause you caught it You caught it You caught in, caught in Honestly, you know it Me under the streetlight right there I'm so I could show Yeah.